Guys, today was a very special, interesting Jewish holiday. Does anyone know why we're celebrating the holiday of Lav Baomer? Does anyone have a, did you learn any insights in the different celebrations you visited yesterday? You're muted. Does it have anything to do with Rabbi Akiva? Um, it <clears throat> does have something to do with Rabbi Akiva, yes. But all the hoopla, the Rabbi Akiva reasons is why we listen to music and shave our beards if you're the type of person that is so inclined to do something as outrageous as shaving one's beard. God forbid. But if you were one of those people, yes. But that's not why we have all the bonfires and all the hoopla. You know what all that's about? Bonfires, dancing. Is be yeah? About Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. Oh, because of Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai. Who's Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai? Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai is the author. He's a Talmudic sage who is the author of the Zohar. What is the Zohar? So just like the written Torah has an oral tradition, oral Torah, Torah Shabbal Peh, the oral Torah which explains the written Torah. So that oral Torah is broken down into a couple of different sections which are compiled in different books eventually written down. One of those books is called the Talmud. The Talmud is the legalistic discussions of the oral Torah. How do you apply the laws of the Torah? Then you have something called the Medrash. The Medrash is the stories of the Torah from the oral tradition, explaining the lives of Moshe and different teachings and different, the, the, the different stories that took place to the characters of the Torah and different, uh, different, different explanations of what's going on in the Torah. Then you have the Zohar. The Zohar is the Kabbalistic side of the oral Torah. It is, Kabbalah is called as, known as Pinimia Satora, the inner Torah, or Torah Sasod, the secret Torah. It's the inner workings of God, of the soul, of the meaning of life, of angels, of spiritual realms, meditation, uh, astral projection, different white magic, basically all the mystical sides of Judaism. And it also has to do with the basic philosophy of how to live your life uh, in a spiritual way, how to connect spirituality with physicality. Okay, so now, why are we celebrating with these bonfires? Why are we making such a big deal about Kabbalah? If we don't learn Kabbalah, average Jew doesn't learn Kabbalah. They should, but they don't. And when I say they should, I mean they should learn the basics of Kabbalah, of what what the meaning of life is all about and what the soul is. But the average Jew doesn't learn the deep, deep stuff. To learn the deep stuff, you have to be 40 years old. You have to have mastered the entire Talmud. Says Maimonides, you have to fill your stomach with the Talmud before you're allowed to learn Kabbalah. Because you have to be totally grounded because otherwise the stuff can blow your mind. It can make you go crazy. It can make you become a heretic. It can kill you, the Talmud says. It's very deep. I personally... I don't know many people that learn the real deep stuff. Nowadays, very few people do practical Kabbalah. That means like white magic, manipulation of nature, communication with angels. Very few people do that. Very few people do the deep meditation on different names of God and things like that. 
But some people do learn the intellectual side of Kabbalah. I tried it. I went to a, a class, a series of, of, uh, of classes in it when I was living in Israel, taught by one of the primary disciples of one of the primary Kabbalists of, of our generation. And I dropped out after a few months. It was just too much over my head. It was like learning quantum physics. It was too, too academic, too intellectual. I didn't know how to apply it to my life. So why are we all celebrating? Why does, do thousands and thousands of people celebrate Lagba Omer when it really doesn't have that much relevance to the average Jew? So the answer is, I believe, as follows. That Kabbalah is called the Torah Hapanimius, the inner Torah, because it's essentially the Torah of your inner world. Kabbalah teaches us how to connect to the soul. The soul is your inner light. It's your inner secret that's within you. And when we connect to that inner secret, we discover that within us is a piece of God. And the reason so many people come together on Lagba Omer is because when I realize that in me is a piece of God, so what does that mean about you? What's inside you? It's also a piece of God. That means you and me, our bodies are separate, but our souls are one. And when I live this life looking at the external world, I see differences between us, and I, I feel like we're very separate. But when I look through my internal eyes, my spiritual eyes, my Kabbalistic eyes, I realize that you and me are really one. And now that can bring me close to you. We can come together. Number one. Number two, Kabbalah teaches us that God is everywhere. Essentially what Kabbalah teaches us on the external level is what Einstein taught the world. Einstein taught the world that inside matter, matter is an illusion. The world that you see that looks like made up of stuff, it's really made up mostly of empty space. And the stuff that's actually stuff, right? The atoms, that, which for the most part is empty space, each atom is mostly empty space, but the charges, the actual things that actually are made up of something, that is really incredible energy. So the material world is an illusion. It's mostly not here. The stuff that is here is made up of energy, which isn't physical. There is no physical world. That's what Kabbalah teaches us. But what about you, yourself, your soul? So in order to bring out the nuclear bomb within the material world, you have to split the atom. But in order to bring out the nuclear energy within your own soul, all you have to do is go within. You don't even have to split it. It's already there in tangible spiritual potential. It doesn't even have to be brought out by exploding it. All you have to do is go and connect to it. Your soul, literally, you are a walking nuclear bomb. You have within you infinite potential. That's the inner Torah of Kabbalah. That's why we light these bonfires on Lagba Omer, because it's about the power of the soul. No, we don't want to blow ourselves up, and we don't want to blow up the world. We want to light up the world. You see, a nuclear energy can be the most destructive thing, or it can be the most beneficial thing. It all depends on how you use the nuclear potential that you have within you. It takes a Jew to come up with an atom bomb. Because Einstein came up with something that literally could destroy the world. When a Jew takes his potential and uses it for the wrong, 
it's the most destructive thing. But when you use your potential for good, you can literally change the world for the better. You can come up with Christianity or communism or nuclear bombs, or you can come up with, I don't know, whatever you guys are going to invent. The next amazing thing that's going to change the world that's going to be invented by Jews. I mean, Jews have done good things, haven't they? Not just bad things. Take a look at all the Nobel Prizes. Right? Disproportionate percent are Jews. I'm hoping they were doing good stuff. All right. So we should all be blessed to connect to the inner workings of the soul to figure out who we really are. I want to conclude with one last idea about the, the Baal Shem Tov and the Hasidic movement. So one time a great rabbi asked another great Hasidic master, the Zidichover Rebbe, actually the rabbi of my synagogue, Rabbi Eichenstein's great, great, great grandfather of Svi uh, Hirsch of Zidichov. He said, what's so special about the Baal Shem Tov? We already have Kabbalah from Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai, who wrote the Zohar, and the Arizal, who wrote basically the explanation of the Zohar. What do we need the Baal Shem Tov for? So said Rav Hirsch, Zidichover, he said, it's like a person who traveled to a foreign island. And on the island, he, he found an incredible bird. And he came back and he described this amazing bird he saw. And then another guy goes to the island. And he comes back with drawings and photographs of the bird. It's amazing. And then another guy goes to the island and he actually captures the bird and brings the bird back. He said, Rabbi Shimon Bar Yochai described the spiritual world. He told us that there is a God. There is a soul, and there's this incredible spiritual reality. The Arizal, a thousand years later, wrote diagrams and depictions of the soul and of God. And then the Baal Shem Tov came, and he brought God to us. And he said, I'm going to teach you how to experience God. So we should all be blessed to experience the light of our soul, which is the peace of God. That's where God is found most in this world. If you connect to yourself, that's the greatest ticket to connecting to the infinite source of everything. Thank you for listening.